Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, August 9th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Looks like Western Kentucky AD Todd Stewart is about to see his contract extended through July of 2026, which comes with an annual pay bump from $274,000 to $298,000, plus a $50,000 retention bonus every October 1st. If Stewart were to exit Bowling Green for another AD role, he'd owe the balance of his base compensation. All per college AD. The New York Post's Andrew Marchand broke the news last night with sources telling him CBS would pay, in the neighborhood of, $350 million annually for the Big Ten's 3.30 p.m. Eastern time game slot every Saturday. More, if these deals go through, then next up will be the Pac-12, which ESPN likes because of its late-night windows. The Big 12 is out there, as well, which could be a fight between ESPN and Fox. Amazon and Apple have shown interest in getting in the college football game, as well. SBJ's John Aran was the first to report the Big Ten rights momentum is behind CBS, Fox and NBC with the possibility for an announcement this week. If ESPN ends up on the outside it'll be the first time in 40 years without Big Ten programming. RN with more context, the conference's deals with CBS and NBC are not finalized. But it looks like the two networks are in the lead to split a beat package. CBS would pick up games for the 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time window, and NBC would carry games in primetime. NBC's streaming service, Peacock, also would wind up carrying some games. Amazon has bid on these packages, but sources described CBS and NBC as the clear front-runners. The Athletics' Nicole Auerbach has also been all over the Big Ten media rights negotiations, adding, the Big Ten is also expected to add a streaming package, though it is not yet clear if that will go to Amazon or Apple, a source told The Athletic. Both companies have significantly increased their investment in live sports programming in the past year. John Canzano.com's namesake on last night's developments, writing, this could be a leak, designed to tweak ESPN for a few bucks. A couple of industry insiders that I communicated with wondered if the news was the Big Ten doing some public negotiating. Keep an eye on that. I've written a lot about a loose partnership between the Pac-12 and ACC. I continue to hear this is a real possibility. ESPN may lean hard into making that happen if they don't spend any money on the Big Ten. Imagine non-conference crossover football and basketball games between the ACC and Pac-12 on ABC and ESPN. Also, imagine conference championship week in the college football season where the ACC champion is pitted versus the Pac-12 champion, in Las Vegas. Number 2 versus Number 2? Number 3 versus Number 3? Basically, a late-season festival, presented by ESPN? Iowa State AD Jamie Pollard on the current challenges of NIL, I can tell you this. There's not enough money in the system to make all the payments that everyone claims they're making. It isn't sustainable, it is flat out not sustainable. That doesn't mean we don't believe in NIL and we don't believe that the athletes are able to get incremental income off of their name, image and likeness. But if we think college athletics is going to become minor league sports, we are way off base. Because what it will become is minor league football, minor league basketball, and all the other sports will go away. Iowa AD Gary Barta chimes in. NIL was opened up with the intention that every student-athlete would be given free opportunity to take their brand, their name image and likeness, and benefit from it financially, 
so if everybody would just do that, the world would be a better place, at least from an athletic director's standpoint. Meanwhile, Extra Points purveyor Matt Brown says NIL Education and Information Center co-founder and former West Virginia AD, and NCA EVP Oliver Luck's NIL database may be a decent solution. Brown talks to a number of leaders in the space, many of whom compare estimating NIL value to estimating the value of a home purchase using the likes of Zillow or other real estate transaction records as supportive evidence. Brown writing, I personally think services like Zillow or Kelly Blue Book or a litany of other similar products are a net benefit for consumers. You don't have to sell your house for exactly what Zillow says it's worth, maybe even if you wanted to, and nobody hauls you off to jail if you sell your car for a different price than what shows up in the blue book. But that data can help buyers and sellers have a baseline number to start from. I don't know if Luck in Arizona State will be able to capture enough data to properly build that tool. Maybe Blake at Open Doors, or somebody at somewhere else will figure it out first. I just think athletes and consumers would, on the net, benefit if somebody put one together. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, August 9th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.